Here we go. Here we go. We're back. So many weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not so many since we posted an episode because we kind of have been really slow about posting episodes. So sorry, uh, I guess. Um, listen, we do it for fun. <laughs> we, we are doing it for fun. And also, we're really bad at promoting because I have not posted the episode anywhere. I keep forgetting. I'm going to do that. I promise. <laughs> anyway, I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And this is... Cries in a Region. A podcast about scam and all of its parallel universes. Yay. Yay. How have you been? Uh, pretty good. Weathered the holidays. Mm-hmm. Still trying to, like, start real life going. Somehow still hasn't... Feels like it hasn't started. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was like, all right, I'm back. It's time to get back to real life. And I was also, like, kind of like... I feel like during the holidays, I usually watch, like, a lot of TV... And I didn't get that much of a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched The Witcher with my cousins. Oh, how is it? It's really fun. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of dumb, but, like, not in a bad way. Okay, okay. Is it, like, good good, good action? Or, like, what It's was... good action. Okay. And it's, like, good... I mean, it's good fantasy. Like, mm. I to me, this just proves that people just, like, straight-up fantasy and you pretending... To be more than that, it's just you being pretentious. <laughs> right, Like, right, this right. isn't a show that... Like, I like Game of Thrones, the politics yeah, is bullshit. Exactly. Is that it's, what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, I just I just like them dragons. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's... Swords and swords. And it's kind of that, uh, uh-huh. and it's kind of really fun in that way. I do get the criticisms of it, because it's kind of confusing, and as we've been told in film school, confusion is the enemy of drama, and, and I was really kind of surprised that it was, like, the big hit of... Christmas like everyone mm-hmm. was watching it and then I started watching a little bit of Dickinson but then I got back from Christmas and I was like all those things I was gonna watch and then I watched all of Dickinson <laughs> and then I'm watching all of Anne with a knee and that was kind of my list and I'm like okay I have to stop after Anne with a knee like right, I, right, this, right. this has to be the end of, of all <laughs> <Christmas> of this <laughs> <binging>. <laughs> yes I'm like it's done Christmas is over 2020 is here yeah even by Puerto Rican can- Christmas standards it's <laughs> That's great. Uh, there was something you said that reminded me of this episode. I was like, I could use that to segue, but I, now I don't remember what it is. So. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, the other thing I did want to bring up, oh, yeah. because I hadn't brought it up in person, and then I was like, I'm going to connect this scam, because Kate and uh, Kate Middleton and William went to Norway and visited and saw Sana, actually. They met the actress, Iman. Oh, my God. Tar- that's amazing. Hate. Well, it was like two years ago. But oh, oh, oh. Not recently. Not recently. But I'm connecting it because I saw your tweets about the Harry and Meghan. And I oh was like, God. Harry and Meghan. I'm so excited about Harry and Meghan. They've become, like, my new icons. <laughs> I mean, I, I always thought that she had it in her, man. I, do you know what? I'm ashamed. If, if I ever doubted it for a second, I am ashamed. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I've just found it really fascinating, uh, and yeah. I've been following it very closely. I think and... my favorite take on it so far has been the, wait, did she just direct the sort of gender reverse, like, rescuing a princess from a tower yeah. thing? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we just saw that in real life, you guys. Mm-hmm. This is how fairy tales start. <laughs> yeah, it's really fascinating, and I'm just, like, kind of fascinated by the whole thing, fascinated even by how, in a lot of ways, I don't know if you saw the press release that the queen put yesterday, oh, yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. it was, seemed like least put together thing that she's ever had to put out right right um, I think she's been really thrown for a loop I think she really loved I mean loves oh, Harry I, think, I mean I think that I think the, the the rumor is that he's always been her favorite mm-hmm. and I think that's true so exactly, like yeah like this is kind of like okay like, like I, I, I don't know if it's because he was the youngest, but I remember in the 90s after his mom died, uh, he, she she was always dragging him around to, like, press events and stuff. Like, he was always with her. 
And that's how I kind of was like, oh, I bet I think there's like a special bond. Yeah, there. exactly. And I kind of felt like as a grandmother, this is this is me giving in. Yeah. To someone's happiness, which is like unprecedented. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, talk about the conflict between your duty and your yeah. Um, so I'm man. just kind of really fascinated to to see where yeah. where that goes. I'm into it. I've never <laughs> been into the royals. I am totally that's, into that's it. That's why I was like, oh my god, like following your tweets and being like, look at her, like. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I don't know, I'm really excited, uh, to see yeah. where that goes. What they do, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm very curious. Uh, has there, is any updates, I, you've been telling me about stuff. Oh, yeah. Scams. Oh, there's been so many updates. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so, first of all, um, last, since last time we spoke, Scam Italia is on Scam, oh, sorry, on Netflix in Italy. Like, it's, oh. all of it is there. So if but only, you can only watch it if you're in Italy. Yeah, so you need a you can use a VPN and lie and watch it that way okay. if you wanted to. Uh, so that's one of the I am not endorsing this. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, that's one of the big ways to do it. So that's there, and their season four is I think shooting. I don't know. I have no idea, uh-huh. but it's it's happening. I know the casting and all that stuff is underway. So that's exciting, and it's like I guess like. Is it a co-production with Netflix? I don't remember the details of it, but definitely, like, yes, it's going to be on Netflix, too. It's- so that's really exciting. This has inspired the Scam Netherland fandom to basically write to Netflix every day. Oh, my God. Trying to save it in Netherlands. Uh, I mean, nothing has happened so far, but, like, even I one time was like, Scam Netherlands, Scam Netherlands, <laughs> Scam Netherlands. I was like, I think they're pretty pointless, but hey, look what happened with Italia, so what do I know? Yeah, yeah, you never know. Um, and then... I mean, other shows also, not in internationally, but other shows have been picked up by Netflix. Yeah. After they've been canceled because of large fan, I think is a large fan. Yeah, I mean, not as much anymore because now they're the cancelers more than, yeah, yeah, the rescuers. But yes, for sure, that's, it's not unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, uh, let's see, what the fuck, it ended season three, uh, pretty good ending, I mean... We'll talk about it when we talk about it. Uh, and then season four, I think a shooting too. Okay. Pretty sure. It's still huge in Belgium, so there's there's n- no reason to assume that it's not happening. Um, let's see what else do we have. Scam France, season five is out. It's happening. Uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. Uh, and like we said, it's about the term that I just learned, invisible disabilities. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, Arthur is... We have learned, actually, has been deaf in one ear for two years, but we, unknown to everyone else, and now uh, is basically deaf in both ears, and for the moment, it's temporary, but I have a feeling it's not going to be temporary. Right, right, right. Is uh, he a character who's been in it so, uh, so he, all along? So he got introduced in season three okay. um, as part of the boy squad. He's, oh, right, right. He's kind of their really but not Maddie character, and that's kind of the equivalent a little bit. Sure. Uh, and he's always been like, he's nice, he's cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I texted you being like, maybe he's too nice, and you said, nice people deserve seasons too. <laughs> it's true, goddammit. <laughs> so, so there's kind of that, um, and he's, he's dating their, their, like, Chris character, which is Alexia. Oh, so she's kind of getting more... Yeah, yeah, they, they basically integrated the girl squat and the boy squat to be one fan group, but then they got... They sent off um, Nora and and William off to somewhere else. They're like doing humanitarian work, and then they all laughed about that about tra- like the idea of William like <laughs> like Charles. <laughs> uh, 
so so they're kind of not in the season, but everyone else is, uh, which is exciting because okay. it's, it's like it, okay, it's a new character, but you're still kind of following. Yeah, the journey of like these characters. The group is still there, and the you're group. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you get to see. That's fun. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and then Escam España has also started. Just craziness. Just the, craziness. Okay. I'm so confused. I don't know what they're doing. It's their Nora and Alejandro so slash William season. Uh, but then they had they made the bold choice to have them get together off screen and then break up in the first episode, and then introduce a new guy who, his name is Miquel, which I don't, is that a real name? i never heard it before. It's not Miguel. It's with a Q. I don't like it. Uh, it's confusing. <laughs> it's so Spanish. Like, I don't like him. Uh, he gives me weird vibes. Uh, is he the Nico? Is he actually the William? I don't know what they're doing. I'm very confused. But it's very early on in the season. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, and then, is there anything else? Oh, Scam Austin, still nothing. And I feel like the Facebook Watch, like, Twitter team is just, like, teasing with us. They're all like, Scam Austin! And we're all like, yes, yes, what What Scam about Austin. it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting kind of depressed about that, because uh, it's been, like, seven months or something. It's been quite a bit. And, yeah. like, no news, no filming. But they're still active. I mean, they're not, like, they haven't just completely, like, I guess, but, it. like... When are they going to do it? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they just have to film it. And yeah, they haven't filmed unless it. Unless they've been doing it secretly. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. All right, did I cover all of the ones? What's the one that's doing, like, two? Like, there's, a, there's like, a free and a paid. Oh, España. Yeah, and so there's been a whole confusion with that, too. Because, essentially, they're doing all the Nora, Nora clips are regular. You can see them on YouTube. Um, that's why I've been watching them. Uh, and then all the VD clips are happening basically off screen to us. Uh, like, we saw her get a phone call, and then at the end of the week, if you are subscribed to Movistar Plus, the, the network, whatever, then you get the whole episode with the very clips in there. That's So, it's really crazy. confusing. Um, and, like, I think for this week, they made the whole episode available free, um, I'm just trying to think of, like, as a writer, keeping track of that. I mean... And, and like, how... So, anyway. In a way... I mean, sorry, keeping track of it in a way that, like, audiences can follow if they don't watch them, but also that it's satisfying <clears throat> if you do watch them. It's... Yeah. So, I mean, I was able to, to like... There's definitely a Tumblr account that I found that was, like, had them all on Friday. Okay. And I don't have to worry about subs because I speak the language. So right, that's right. been, again, super nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do that. It's really funny, though, because when I was starting, I tweeted about it in our account when I wanted to watch Scam Friends. I was like, how do I watch Scam Friends? Like, it, I, like it'd been so long that it was like, Drew has this website, and what the fuck is this one? And I just like, where, how? I couldn't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but I got there, guys. I found, I found. And it's so funny because I usually, I don't, to me, Instagram is still kind of confusing as a thing that's not just like to watch my friends pictures and mine but it's actually a pretty big place in terms of scam content so I actually did start following a bunch of like scam friends accounts because it was like they were they're pretty pretty quick at getting the clips up there so I've been doing that too um I think that's it right I think like what the fuck Netherlands Italia France those are all the ones you've mentioned to me in the last few weeks yeah Druk I mean, they announced that they're coming back, but we don't know what that means. So that's that's it. All yeah. right. All right. That's it. So we are in Scam, Season 4, Episode 7, We Must Stand Together. Hmm. 
That's what Ingrid says. Yeah. At some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a layered title for the episode, though. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, basically, to re- do you want to recap? Do you want to do a cute recap? Do you remember what happened? Uh, yeah, so before even <laughs> I had to do it for myself before I started watching. Also, <laughs> I was like, it's been so long. Uh, okay, the only things, the, like, I think the super relevant things are Sana kind of got herself off the bus. She quit so she couldn't be kicked out. Super mad at Sarah about it for scheming behind her back. Took a bunch of photos off of her, off of Isak's Facebook Messenger. And she is convinced that Nura and Yusuf have a thing going. Oh, yes. and then her brother had a fight with, well, physical confrontation between Isak and her brother. Isak, the boy squad and balloon and squad. squad. And it's just a thing that happened. <laughs> and then and then the assumption is that it's because of homophobic. Yeah. I don't Muslim, like, homophobic, I, don't, I still have violence. many issues with the assumption. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Uh, so. Okay. I just would like to take a little moment to say that, like, I know that eventually, like, she cries a lot and she feels bad and, like, she's, she does stupid things. Uh-huh. But I kind of love this thing where Sana gets to kind of go bad and be bad. Yeah. And it never makes her, like, a bad person or a bad Muslim. Like, it's never, like, I feel like no one ever really makes that connection of, like, I don't know, like, something about it, like, I feel like in another show, she would be shamed in that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, I Uh, I know exactly, I think I understand exactly what you're saying. There's this sense of, like, um, she does something bad, but that's because, like, she's human. Exactly. And she's a teenage girl, and, or just, like, a teenage human. I mean, you know, sometimes you just do things you regret, and you're gonna feel ashamed of them, and you make up for it, and, like, that doesn't make you as a, as opposed to, like, especially, I think, in fandom, there's a lot of, like, they, they, you can get into these pockets of discourse around, mm-hmm. um, you know, when someone does something bad, it's just like, well, they're just like, yeah, exactly. dead to me. Like, they're evil people. And it's like, and I think I think part of it has to do because we're in her point of view. Yes, And for because, sure. like, what's been done to her, like, we're kind of alienated along with her. So yes. when she acts out, we're like, we get why. And then also, what Sada was going to do, and even the things that she did do, we're pretty shitty yeah. and real. Yeah. And then there's, like, a moment in the episode where I feel bad for Sarah, and then pretty quickly I'm over that as well. We'll talk about that when, okay. we, <laughs> when we get there. I mean, I'm not, like, I don't even, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. There's just, like, a lot of people doing bad, like, yeah, doing no, no, bad no. things. Fair, in fair enough. Um, so it starts with Sana playing basketball, which is, like, her depression game. Yes. It's, like, whenever she's feeling, she's got, like, some, you know, demons to exercise, she goes out and she... <laughs> He throws the yeah, shoots the hoop. She's, she's throwing hoops by herself. Yeah, uh, and then Yusuf shows up, and he picks up the ball, and then he tries to do basically his whole teasing, flirting thing that uh-huh. has been working for him so far, uh-huh. because he has no idea that she like hates him right now. Uh-huh. Um, but he kind of breaks through her. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's like kind of a testament to like how much she actually does like him. Yeah, that she kind of does let him yeah, get totally. away with it a little bit. like, And also I think it's a testament to like how well matched they are. Yes. Because he knows exactly how to handle her when she's like this. He's like, I kind of imagine the monologue in his head being like, okay, I don't know what's going on or why she's give, giving me the cold shoulder like this, but... Although, pause. Uh-huh. Again, how have... Like, I'm going... It drives me crazy that neither Nora nor... Yusuf are like, remember when we kiss? Should we acknowledge this t- with Sana? Like, is this a thing right. that needs to be talked about in any way? Oh, no. Okay, great. But anyway, yes. He's like, I don't know why she's acting this way, but 
Yeah, why does the new sister know? They were at a party together, and he kissed her friend. She may have questions about that. Like, yes, no one seems to be like, hmm. It's like, there's a lot of, like, compartmentalized, segmented memory in mm-hmm. this season in general, and I think, like, this is one of those, the, uh, her brother being homophobic randomly yeah, it's, is one it's of what, those. it's what drives me crazy about those, like, dreaded five minutes, because I'm like, it's not like... Nora and Yusuf were in a corner of, like, a room or outside or whatever, and she, like, walked in on them, and they don't know that she saw. Like, it was, like, pretty fucking public. They were, yeah, it at, was, a, at a karaoke bar. And no one has, like, acknowledged it in any sort of sort yeah. of way. Um, like, even if Sana hadn't been there, lots of people saw her. Someone could have told her, you know? <laughs> Especially when we know the reason that... Ev- 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 well, anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah we're gonna we'll, get her. We're gonna get there. Uh, yeah, but yeah I, I do love that it does work, and they do, like, play, and that she, like, she, she even, like, smirks smiling. at him yeah. and smiles, and it's, like, in, at a time when, literally, between last episode and this episode and the next episode, it's, like, every other scene she's crying. Um, it's nice to see. It's yeah. nice to yeah. see. But it's, it's also, like, they're very well matched. Like, he sinks one, and then she sinks one, and then there's this, like... They're just a good even. He like humbles her in a good way, but then yeah, she, exactly. But then she went ups him, so it's it's yeah, it's a good match. Uh, and, oh, and then uh, Elias shows up, and then it's like boom, instant cold shoulder. Yep, like like the gates come down, and there's nothing. And she's like, I play alone, even though we all acknowledged that five seconds ago she was playing yeah. with Yusuf, and it was okay. Yeah, and this is where I'm like, why don't you guys communicate better? Uh huh. We do get sort of. It's kind of implied that they have at some point talked. We just haven't seen it. And he's like, I told you. I didn't know that Isak was your friend. But then it's like, like, how, how did this conversation happen? Yeah, when, I think it was literally that conversation. like, Or that sentence. I, I kind of imagine that's the only thing. Where he's like, like, like look, I'm, I know you're mad at me. I'm sorry. I didn't know Elias was your friend. And that's it. I think that's what it, all it was. Because clearly no other form of communication could have happened. And, like, then he, and then he kind of gives up. Because unlike Yusuf, I feel like his modus of... Like, the way that he's dealt with Sana when uh-huh. she's like this for, like, forever has been like, she's mad? Okay, bye. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's... Just, like, let her stew. I'm not going to deal with it. Or... But I do love, what I do love is, at least in my translation, as they're walking away, he's all like, I'm warning you to Yusuf. Like, she's she's stressed. Like, oh, she's a right. lot. Yes, I think that like, happened in my too. Yeah. kind of this sort of, like, I, I kind of like this acknowledgement of the crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, There's one more later that I never caught before. Yeah, there is. There is another yeah, one yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, and I like, because he is totally hashtag team Yusana. Yes. And we're going to see that later yeah, on, too. Yeah, he's such a good brother. <laughs> I know. We we totally love him so much. <laughs> Elias for season five. Yes. All right, so then she's in her room, right? Yeah. So she's looking at the screen grabs that she got from Isak, and, you know, it's a sort of question of, like, what's she going to do with them now? Yeah, uh, there's, like, we get, like, a couple of different ones. We see the one. So I think, I don't think it's clear here, and I might be wrong, but I'm hoping that I'm remembering correctly. Yes, I am remembering correctly. The one about Vilda's mom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we kind of, it's, like, seeding this story that eventually never happens, but that stuff is going on with Vilda's well, family. The, yeah, but the, yeah, so it does give us a hint about, like, her mother and all that stuff, and we never get to see that, but it's also... The reason that they eventually think that Vilda is the one who is behind it is because Sana doesn't include it in the ones that she posts in the Instagram. Oh! Which you don't know because you, you didn't see the Instagram and all that stuff. Like, I was following it. Yes. Yeah. I was following as it was happening. Right, 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 So right. she makes the choice as a friend to not include the one about Vilda's mom. 
So then that's she's so not targeted. So she's not targeted. And yeah. that's why it kind of, then they kind of... It's like one of the pieces of evidence against Vilda. Exactly. Was uh, Sana being a good friend. Yeah. Uh, ultimately. Yeah. And like caring for her friend more than her revenge. Right. <laughs> uh, and sort of leaving that out of public consumption. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm 99% sure that that's uh, how that went uh-huh. down. And as she's looking at the photo, uh, the the photos, she hears like boys talking outside, and she goes to the window, and it's her brother. I think this is the first time ever that her door is open. Um, oh, when into we've the been, yard. Yeah, when we've been in the room, I'm just pointing that out for no reason. I remember that little yard and like the gate, like the doors, the French doors out to it, and liking it. But I don't remember. Well, yeah. we definitely see it more from this from point. the yard. Yeah, and and from this point on, we're gonna see it much more. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I feel like the doors are, I feel like it's open from right. now on. I might be wrong. Let's see. It's metaphorical doors. Uh, but I have <laughs> Or else a... it's just like warmer in Norway so they can actually open windows. Look. <laughs> I'm going to interpret this however I choose to yeah. interpret it. Many, many meaning, uh, mean, uh, interpretations. Yeah, so she's hearing the balloon squat minus Yusuf. Yeah, he's uh, not there. They're talking about like being hungry because they're fasting. Because it's Ramadan. Right. Uh, joking about, like, 72 virgins in heaven. Which I know is one of the things that people don't appreciate about this scene. I don't know. I kind of went back and forth with it because I knew it would be, like, a thing I have to think about. And I'm just like, I feel like it's just, it's like a weird thing in their culture. It's weird to them. It's just like there's lots of things weird in my culture that is weird that, to me. Yeah. And, and, and I, I w- joke about. And I was trying to think about that, too, especially when I think about, like, when, like, when I try to think back on the conversations of, like, my brother and my cousins with their friends, like, boy, uh-huh. like, all boys talking together. Yes, and my, like, yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it feels like a familiar thing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like, any, like, they don't take it seriously. Like, who, like, it, it almost, it's, a, it's almost like a positive thing to joke about it, which is actually why I think it's there. I don't know. I just know that it's definitely something that people were upset about at some point. Uh, I, mean, I I don't know how to feel about it. In the context of how it's happening, if it, it felt like yeah, like you said, like a thing that people joke about. Yeah. But like I'm trying to give it Amer- like a American or a Christian equivalent. Um, but we have a lot of weird fucking things. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> weird Catholic things yeah. like that I have made fun of at different um, points of my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like blinking out on you right now, but I know they're just there's so many I mean, even like the consuming flesh and the drinking of the blood is so bizarre if you stop and think it about it. It is so weird, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. <clears throat> and, um, what's that called? Lent. Uh, I, I remember, is I... It the, is it the fasting before Easter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on Fridays you're supposed to eat... Fish? Fish. Only? Yeah. Fish yeah. only. But my grandmother would always let me eat whatever because I was young. Yeah. <laughs> So it was really funny. She's like, there's fish, but I also made 500 other things for you. Right, right. Because, you know, you're a child. It's okay. God will forgive you. And right, I'd be like, right, right. okay, great. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of them all joking about, like, you're sick. Well, um. Oh, yeah. The, the whole, like. Well, because there's this, like, you don't have to partake in Ramadan if uh, you have this or this or right. this, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And the kind of, the, like, the girl version of that conversation happens later with, uh, what's her name? Which I forgot. With Jamila. Jamila, yeah. Yeah. Um, the more serious version of the conversation. Yeah, the more serious version of the conversation. Um, and yeah, so the boys are all talking, and this Oh, is- and then, like, where's Yusuf comes up. Yeah, and then that's where Nora comes up again, and they say, oh, hang out with Nora. And you can very quickly see Aaliyah's kind, so of, being, I, yeah. like, kind of being like... He's he's with who? What? Excuse me? That sucks. Excuse me? 
I never picked up on how he strongly he reacts. No, no, he's Team Usana yeah. forever. And then someone is like, what are you, jealous man? He's like, I'm going to make my brother my brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta walk him down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers for life. <laughs> yeah, he's so, uh, he, he takes it so seriously, and everyone just assumed it's that he's jealous that he wanted to get with Nora. Yeah, because we have, yeah, I feel like it's been acknowledged by everyone that Nora's very pretty, and right, they joke right. about her being, like, wife material. Right, and... right. I was more offended at that, because, yes, like, for fuck sure. you, what the hell's wife material? I agree. That was, I was more offended by that, if we're being honest, <laughs> in terms of, like, boy talk. I mean, like, on a scale of offensiveness, <laughs> yeah. it's stupid boy talk. It wasn't, like, the end of the world, but anyway. Um, yes, and then, obviously, Sana takes it really badly. Yeah, so then it's a hard cut to her alone in her bed, just sitting there, for, and it holds on her for like five, ten seconds. It's just crying. And then just, it's just bursts crying. into tears. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that feels really earned. Like, I have to say, that's a big deal for her character to cry, and so it's mm-hmm. hard to pull off. And I, I, I definitely, in the, even just watching the scene, sort of, I haven't seen the season, you know, the, the episodes leading up to it in a while, and it feels earned. Okay. And emotion. I, I thought, and like an emotional, like, oof, like a release. Um, in a good way. No, I thought it was, I thought it was very, a beautiful cry. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, it, yeah. Like, Well, uh, even just like how she's trying to fight it, and then yeah, she's immediately yeah, like, kind yeah. of like, rub, wiping it away. And then it's and, just like, bam. Yeah. Um, and then she sees Nura's password on her notebook, and I still cannot remember how that pays off. It pays off. I thought it would pay off in this episode, it, it didn't. Is, it's not in this episode. I mean, okay, I'm just want, gonna... Do you want me to remind you? No, I okay. kind of want to be surprised. Let's just put it out there that it's there, yeah, acknowledging so, yeah. it. She says the password again, blah, blah, blah. It's related to William. Do you want to... Oh, it's going to pay off all the way back then. I mean, like, at the it's very, 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 very yeah, end. Yeah, so it's it's not there for a while. Blah. All right, well, anyway. And then, uh, it's the next day. Oh, yeah, and then it's the next day, we're in school, Sana's like watching she's in her little window right her her seat of vengeance where she like lords down yeah exactly she's looking at the courtyard she's looking at sarah Uh again with a lot of hate hate and she has the sarah nura fake profile ready she has it ready are loaded and then she tags uh she basically starts tagging sarah and ingrid i have to say it's completely diabolical the way she does that this is like digital cat and mouse because she's looking at them and so she first tags sarah and then she's kind of like watching in real time her seeing it just being like oh and then like trying to pretend to go on with her day but clearly disturbed and then one by one other people and then you see ingrid and then you see like the fight and it's all like um without dialogue i mean it's you can't hear the dialogue and it's it's such good visual storytelling i know and and that's kind of what i love i kind of love that she's just kind of allowed to be this like like devious yeah (laughs) totally and it's like kind of enjoyable even though later you're gonna feel bad about it that's why she's so slytherin yeah, yeah. She thought this through. Yeah. <laughs> well, except, except she didn't. <laughs> in, in no way. In no way. And that's kind of, if anything, that is the arc that she is going yeah, through. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Still, I'm still going to enjoy it in the moment because I I don't know. I think it, you're right. It's pretty clever in terms of that. Uh, and then Nora shows up and finds her by the window. Oh, yeah, and totally startles her. And she's like, I have something to tell you. And she wants to talk about Yusef, and this is, you know, <laughs> another one of those moments where there's two different conversations happening. I mean... You know what? If you shot this scene in like wider shots, because you know, remember that line from AFI, like life is or comedy is life shot in a wide shot, mm-hmm. drama is life shot up close. I feel like they're shooting this up close, but if you cut it wider, it, it's a classic rom com. You're right. Like, You're right. I want to talk to you about something. Oh, I already know. You do. 
yeah, Yusuf. Oh, did he tell you? Like, it's just, it's so, uh, like, eye-rolling, but, like, I don't know. I, I was kind of... I, I don't, I'm not annoyed that it's a rom-com thing. I'm annoyed Yeah, actually, that, I think like, this is the instance, and I think maybe maybe that's why I miss uh, sort of seeing them face-to-face so many times. Like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like a lot of my annoyance, the previous episode, was because her miscommunication with her brother, her miscommunication with Nora, her miscommunication with a lot of people, was happening via, like, text messages or, like, sort right. of implied things. Whereas I think with face-to-face, I find it a little bit more satisfying, maybe, Okay. Or, or better to stomach. Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. here, when I'm, it's it's literally the same miscommunication that they had in a text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet here, I I like it better. I I kind of miss seeing Nora, which I hadn't felt that way in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's a plus. It's I I don't mind the scene itself or them doing it. I think it's just like it, where it's coming in the <clears> season <throat> for me or something. It's just like I just um, like I don't know. Either do something with this or don't. Like I want. Yeah, what I mean? a like, little bit. A little bit in the bigger picture. Of and things, I also think I also think I never. At this point, I never thought that she was with Yusuf. Um, like, I think when I first watched it, I did buy it, but or I just I or I kind of like knew something was gonna like the other shoe was gonna drop, but I I don't know I didn't even like really like care to me that much. it felt like you know this whole thing where I've talked before around like the promise of the premise where I was like yeah no I'm sure I'm gonna my theory is that like. Uh, she knows that Yusuf likes her because they have to end up together. I think like, that's there's... The, yes, yeah. I think that's the part I didn't immediately leave to. I think I was more thinking like, oh, Nuda wants to talk to her about that she likes this guy, and but and that they kissed, but she knows that Sana likes him, so she's gonna stay off. Like she okay. needs to have a friend heart to heart. Okay. I think part of it is that Nuda's performance is a little bit weird. Like, it is. It is a little bit. She's but very because serious I, because I think it's not like if that was the case. It's not like we haven't seen her be in this circumstance before, and we sort of see her try to have this conversation, and I think she would go about it differently. True. If it was this conversation of, I like the guy that you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's true. Should we have literally seen this so, exact I don't know. scenario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the one that I'm describing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my God, if it were true. <laughs> Can you imagine poor Nora? She's like, why do I keep falling for, like, my friend's crushes? Um, but yeah, and she, then, she just... And I then just Emma like, would be like... We have a lot in common, you and I. Yeah. Uh, new bonding. Yeah. Um, but I was just confused of, like, why... Not confused, but, like, a mild criticism I have of this scene is, like, if I... And I feel this is true for Nura, too. If she knew that Yusuf liked Sana and she was going to, like, help facilitate getting them together, I would run up to her and be like, Sana, I, I, like, I need to talk to you. Like, I would be... It would, she'd be, like, up. You know what I mean? And she seems very, like, I need to talk to you about something. I mean, it's... I I I feel like it's in the service of a red herring. Maybe, and, and I so I think it is deliberate the way they do yeah. it that way. I think it's also like kind of like new territory for them. So like Sana's never liked anyone. She doesn't quite know how to approach it. But I don't know. It feels like treating <coughs> Sana like some you know like the criticism that we've had of how she treats Vilda. I don't know, like Nora. Yeah, or as something that's gonna like like a like a ticking time bomb. Uh, yeah. If you press the wrong button it's gonna go off or yeah, something. Yeah, so I don't know. I agree yeah. with you that it's a little weird. there's something weird about the way that they I think chose they would just... to direct this. Because they're trying to do the misdirect. Exactly. But then it kinda comes off as it feels a, it's a little like a diff, it's like an inorganic misdirect. So yeah. or not inorganic, but just like taking a long time. So anyway, yeah. It's and yeah, so essentially Sana blows her off and goes back to the hall. I have to study. Yeah, yeah she flat out, Nura flat out asks her, do you like Yusuf? Yes. And she's like, no. no. Uh. And she's like, are you, are you sure? Yeah. 
she's like very sad about it and then yeah and i felt like this is like when she pushes i think you're right like the vocabulary that you would use would be kind of different yeah. be like are you sure because because he really likes, likes you. you yeah um yeah why would, it's not like it's a big secret like yes. that's the part and that's, it's just the two of them like if if the rest of the girls were there and they had to speak in some sort of code that's that a good would, idea because i understand nora wanting to give sana her privacy especially knowing how the other girls can get yeah yeah uh, yeah but the fact that it's just the two of them and that we focus so much on the bond between the two of them and sort of like the confidence that they have yeah. unearned that it is, whatever, <laughs> uh, then use it. So the fact that you don't have, to me, the fact that you kind of don't have that restraint makes the conversation yes. feel a little unnatural. It also is kind of tiptoeing around this issue that, like, all, it seems like all the girl squad is aware and, and Nura is aware that Sana's been acting weird. She's been quiet, withdrawn, not talking to them, just had to s- split over the bus. And so it almost feels like we're supposed to read her hesitation at bringing this up in as a kind of, like, Sana's very sensitive right now, so we're all just going to give her her space. And I'm like, why are you all giving her her space? Like, yeah. at some point, somebody should ask her what's going on. I agree. So uh, it feels like it's part of that sort of messiness as well. Uh, and then, so then, Sana continues with her evil plan. Oh, yeah. This and, is her genius move. <laughs> and she, like, runs down to the courtyard with her with her cell phone out and with the Instagram account and basically confronts Asara about the Instagram and, yep. like, you know, get this thing. Um, get this off my of, my timeline or whatever. Or like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be tagged in this shit. And Sadov tries to downplay. She's like, I just photoshopped. I don't know what this is. And uh, Sana essentially, like, leaves like yeah. I like I love her satisfied like face yeah. as she's walking away that smirk at the uh at the end of that scene is golden look I know I'm not saying I condone her actions but I love this little victory for her I mean too bad that it does not go her way yeah um who whomst amongst <clears throat> us so yeah so essentially then she's in school and she hears the whole gossip about Pe- Pepsi Max maybe breaking up and you're like she, oh wait this is the all-important transition shot oh, I forgot yes <laughs> so between uh, between her walking away from Sara and the her at her locker, there's a random shot of like three withered, dry carrots on the ground, and it's so like genius and random and weird. So basically, I'm just saying that the carrot discourse continues to deliver. I have never seen a show put more thought into a singular metaphoric symbol. The only thing that compares actually would be the lockers. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, lockers. It's, it's a sort of like random, consistent thing. Um, dead carrots. Dead carrots. Everything is dead. Everything is dead. Dead carrots. You, Usana is dead. Um, <laughs> the girl squad is dead. dead. And let's see, there's three dead carrots. What, what would be a third? Uh, Nora and... Nora um, and William? No. No, no Nora, Nora and Sana. Sana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, let's say, let's say, girl squad. Yeah. That's the third carrot. Dead carrots sounds like a, a very lame high school band name. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. If I ever write a high school movie, I'm, I'm writing The Dead Carrots. The dead as, like, carrots the band that it. plays in yeah. the prom. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Inside jokes all future. Yes. You guys will know. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay. So, then, Sun's at her locker, and she's overhearing gossip of people, like, oh, my God, they sunk $300,000 into the bus, and now they're all, like, broken up, and, yeah. like... Ugh. And you can see Sana kind of be like, oh, shit, there's, like, really, actually big consequences to this. Which is what we've talked about before, this, like, sort of, like, um, not thinking the long-term consequences of, like, these decisions that she's yeah. making. Yeah, she's really good at the sneaky planning of 
an act, but not necessarily when it comes to... I mean, the... why do you think that Sana and Isak are best buds? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what? It's the Jeff Goldblum <coughs> thing of like... <coughs> yes, I'm still sick. Like, if you listen to our previous episode from a month ago... <clears throat> Same cough. Where I had to edit it. Yeah. And I had to edit around my cuffs. Yeah. Now you're editing around my cuffs again. <laughs> I'm leaving that one in. <laughs> there, um, yeah. Have you seen a doctor? I was supposed to call today, and then instead I did not. Mm. So. <laughs> he made stickers. But, yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I know. I'm like, I remember being so annoyed at my cousin in college because she got walking pneumonia, and I was like, how do you get walking pneumonia? Do something about it. Uh, Gabby. <laughs> and then here I am. I, I remember saying, it's she's like the Jeff Goldblum line. She's so busy thinking whether or not she can. She doesn't stop to think if she should. Yes. That's, oh, that's a great use of that line. Motto. Um, yeah. Uh, and then then she makes her way up to where Ingrid, Ingrid and the girl squad um, are hanging out. And she's kind of surprised by the discussion that's happening there. Yeah, because they're suddenly being kind of supportive. So it's Ingrid with Vilda and Eva and... A couple of the Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max girls. And instead of... Like, I guess I don't know exactly what scene she was going to walk into, but she's definitely surprised by the fact that they all seem to be really worried about Sara. Sara, yeah. And they can't reach her. Yeah, Ingrid says she's been calling her like a hundred times. Vilda says she tried to reach out on Facebook, but she deleted Facebook. Uh, and it's so... This is this is one of the first times, though, where Vilde is kind of like, okay, yeah, I feel sorry for her, but also isn't it kind of, like, shitty that she said all these mean things about a bunch of us? Yeah, they kind of have an interesting, <clears throat> like, layered conversation. Layered given that we know that Sara, I mean, Sana uh, did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of get these three points of views where I think Eva is like, oh my god, someone hacked us, that's so fucked up, that's so creepy... And Vilda is the one who's like, well, what's creepy is what Sarah was saying about us. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, both are true. And then Ingrid is like, well, we need to, this is an adversity of something that's happening to all of us. Right. So we need to face this together right. and stick together. Right, and, right, right. Um, Which is where the title comes from. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think uh, Sana is definitely not expecting these reactions from any of them. Yeah, and they kind of all walk away, and then that's where Isak appears uh and just to make kind of small talk and he's like drama right yeah and then he kind of knows what's going on but not really he says something like like you can tell that like everyone in school's talking about yeah it. like so it's kind of further confirmation that like this is a thing that's this gotten around around yeah and so Sa- he says something like sara's messages got out or something and and i and you can kind of see sana like freak out because i think this is the first yeah. moment when she realizes oh shit like this this is how this could get out yes and like also like i I, like, I fucked up. I think it's the first time where she's like, shit, I didn't think this through. And it's not so much about the girl's reaction. It's like, here's a person who's my friend. Yeah. And I need to change the subject because I can't, I, I need to, like, not let this get out. I yes. need to not acknowledge that this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. So he goes off to take a test and she deletes her, she deletes that fake Instagram account. Yeah, she deletes a fake Instagram. Yeah. Um. Then Sana's at home. Or she's walking in. Yes, and yeah. And Ingrid basically has made a group chat for all the people who got, um... All the victims of All the victims of the cyberbullying. So everyone (laughs) who... Well, essentially everyone who Sada talks shit about. Yeah. And like I mentioned, who's not dead, who's not there, Vilda. So, like, that's how we kind of get the confirmation that... That's right. She didn't post the message about Vilda's mom. Yes. Um, and basically... So no wonder Vilda is the one who... Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no, Vilda's the one who's saying... 
it's creepy what she was saying, yes. not just that it was released. So it's inter- yeah. Anyway, I just thought for a second that was the reverse, but it's not. Um, and and essentially, uh, they're all talking about it, and the thing that they're more obsessed with is not so much like it's basically trying to figure out who did it, and that's when sort of like the rumor that it could be Vilda gets started. And she tries to put a pause on it very uh-huh. quickly, trying to use logic and pointing out a couple of things. But basically, Pepsi Max has already made up their mind, and they're kind of, like, going with it. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, there's this... My favorite moment, or one of my favorite moments in this scene, is when she... When they're all first just saying... They're all basically just, like, very sorry for Sarah. And in the beginning, and... Uh, Sana kind of you see her contemplating what to write and she writes something like poor girl mm-hmm. and then she contemplates whether to put the heart or not and it's just like the hypocrisy that she knows that she is and I, it's and, great and I think Sana hates hypocrisy so yes. she's this is like weird moment of like what am I doing like, because that's kind of like what she hates about Sarah right like, right like, exactly and I think in the end so it she, is actually kind of an interesting contrast in terms of that totally like, she is the one who's very clearly the bad guy and everyone is on Sarah's side and she's very aware of it and she doesn't want, she, she's not the bad guy like she was like I just want you all to see who the real bad guy right. is and then in turn I've turned myself into the bad into guy into the bad guy exactly it's the it's all about point of view isn't the it the eternal yeah, yeah. <laughs> the eternal narrative and um I also really like the scene because by the way I just want to point out I think the entire scene I'm pretty sure takes place with her entering the apartment on her phone and the text messages going up on the screen yeah and it's just like a close-up on her face walking through her apartment in a steady cam shot and it's so interesting uh how well, like what an effective execution i mean i was gripped by the scene and yet it's just like a really boring scene if yeah. you were to describe it to someone it'd be like wait it's just text messages coming in yeah uh, so it's just like and i then, love the way it's done. and then as soon as she kind of puts the phone down or looks up um, she's in the kitchen, and her mom is there. But so is Jamila! Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so... And then, it, and then Is they, this the same... This is the same actress as who played her... I mean, I don't know if you would know, but... Yeah, it, yeah, as yeah. As who yeah. played her in the previous season? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I just I, don't remember what that girl looked like, Yeah, so. I would see no reason not to. Uh, so then they go to the swings. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wrote it in Spanish, and then I was like, what's the word? Yeah. There's two locations that are, like, um... The, the, the location of remorse, or I don't know what to call it, but one is the swings. And the other is the bench. The bench, yeah. <laughs> we get both. We get both in this episode. I love the swings, though. Yeah, I'm the like... bench is like, the, the swings is like a heart-to-heart, like, I think maybe it's swings, it's like childhood, it's softer. Yes, I, I really liked, I was thinking about that, I was like, I really like sort of this connection of like, here's sort of like a relic of the past. Yes, and yeah. The childhood and that sort of aspect yeah, like of innocence, it. innocence lost versus the bench, which is like I mean, it's the bench of forgiveness, man. It is. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's like the coming clean. Yeah, I have sinned. Forgive me, oh Father. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, totally. There's something, and yeah, I don't know. There's something kind of beautiful about it. Uh huh. Um, and basically, they're having yeah, it's a heart to heart between Jamila and Sana, who I don't know. It appears have not had a real conversation in a year. Yeah, it, it kind of... Okay, so the I, content I, of the scene... Well, I appreciate the awkwardness at the beginning where uh-huh. they kind of don't know... What to say. What to say, yeah, she's to like, oh, start. I'm, yeah, she's like, oh, I meant to text you, and sorry I haven't. And then they're kind of... They're like, oh, you're at Neeson. Is that teacher still there? It's sort of like small talk. Yeah, and and I, and I find it... I like... I find it interesting because I feel like... It feels like a thing where... Where Sana was the one, like, do you want to go outside and talk? But we didn't see that. But, yeah. like, I, I'm trying to feel, like, 
who's motivated by what, and I'm not sure. Yeah, so I think it's, like, I do think it's a flaw of the scene, though. Like, I don't quite know what the scene is doing. It feels a little bit, like, style over substance in this, which is, like, I never say that about... I mean, I think it's the only scene I can think of that I could say that for Scam OG, where the conversation that they're having is interesting. They eventually segue into, like, sort of the nuances of Ramadan. Yeah, like, they find co- common ground, and it's, like, Ramadan. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I feel like it's... And what do people think, think of what's appropriate and what's not? So it's kind of about is being Muslim. It's kind of about judgment and, like, knowing what's right and what's not right. So I guess you could, like, say those things are relevant to what Sana's going through. I think it is, and I, I think there... I think there... I wish there was more conversations of this type than of the other type. But I think there is something about it where because we don't quite know Jamila or understand her, there's something a little off about it. I, I'm still a fan of this conversation, but I... It was, it was kind of the first time that I was aware of how kind of out of nowhere it feels. Yeah, um, I really like what they're saying. Yeah, and it's not like they haven't set up sort of like the Jamila thing in the background, and yet something about seeing her. I feel like we're just not, I personally wasn't, in. I'm not invested enough in this relationship or what the lack of it or the severing of it earlier in the season means for Sana, and therefore what does like the reconnection mean um, in terms of how does it tie back into her main storyline which is about revenge against Sarah and like feeling out left out and stuff I, I don't know there's just something well, about it. I'm like I think it's like doing this but I'm not it's not quite like tying in okay maybe I mean I still think I think one of the aspects that we've talked the thing is one of the sort of storylines regarding to about Sana and her Muslim faith that I feel like is not as in the foreground as the other uh-huh. ones is sort of like the fear of the judgment within her own community or the nuances of the Muslim right. community yeah. itself yeah. Mm-hmm. because we only get it from the mom's point of view and I think the relationship of mom is more important than the relationship of like Muslim does that make sure, sense of course. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like that when they're having those scenes that's what I see more than yes. this other aspect um and then for the rest of it it's much more like how does it fit into Norwegian and right, right, sort of right. like whatever and you kind of get it with Yusuf too but to me when she's struggling about like I like Yusuf but he's not uh, Muslim it's much more about her and her internal beliefs yeah. of like yeah it's her versus herself not her versus community there is a little her- bit of it of that because she she like brings it up but again it's with her mom yeah so yeah, again yeah, yeah. it's like something about that to me feels like something left to be explored and in, in a different way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I think there's something about, like... And I think Jamila is the way to do it. Yes. I, just, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't necessarily think she's inherently the wrong person <clears throat> as a representative of a community who Sana feels disenfranchised from as much as she feels disenfranchised from the sometimes from the Norwegian community. Um, she's one of those, like, classic immigrant, like, doesn't fit in, in either world completely. But... I, I guess I just think the scene doesn't quite stick the landing. I okay. wish it had a little bit more of a sense of like it's a it's a sweet conversation. I mean, in the I middle think... of this episode, and it's a little bit like okay, like it just it's just like 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 going like twenty percent more into why does this matter? There's a lot of text, and the subtext is there, but I wish there was a little bit more of a direct connection. Well, there's there's there's. I think there's this discontent, and I share it to some degree, where, like, this is a character that 
like why isn't this the character that you have the conversation that she has with Isaac later on yeah and like well okay it's because we don't know her that well but okay well then what could you have done to build it up so that then when this conversation happens Happens. it it feels right right right. right. and I do agree I do agree that it would have been a much more fascinating conversation to have with Jamila than it is to have with Isaac yeah or to have Jamila Sana and Isak. I'm fine with either. I mean, sure. like, all three of them, yeah. like, getting into conversation. Also, because I want somebody to smack down Isak when he raises his point of view, but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, hmm, actually, I blanked out on what I was going to say. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of it. I'm surprised that I don't have much to say about it, because I always remember it as a scene that I enjoy watching. I, I, but, yeah, it's, but, I yeah, find but, the things that they're saying really fascinating, like how there are some people who won't swallow, they'll spit rather because they're afraid saliva is breaking the fast. fast. Or, or how like, you're, you can't wear makeup. You're not supposed to wear yeah, makeup. Yeah, you're not supposed to wear makeup or during Ramadan you're not supposed to dance or listen right. to music or whatever. And but then, then some, ha- some people Sana don't. points out like, well, some people think you're not, you're never, never supposed, supposed to yeah, do that. Yeah, um, this kind of sense of like you never really, like. I guess what I appreciate is that it just kind of just does feel like a conversation that, two people their age would have and I liked it and it's not something that I get to hear a lot of the time totally. and that's that's what I yes. appreciate about it yeah, yeah yeah I completely agree with all of that and um yeah uh it's more just like I mean I guess maybe I'm being annoyingly like American television wanting everything to yeah, be you, very efficient you're like and doing three things at once you can't know? just let it be yeah 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 no let it uh, it's European man just let it be <laughs> Um, I think another thing I think I bet I bet my opinion is being influenced by the fact that we've been watching these kind of choppily. Yeah. So it feels like there's three or four things going on, and I know intellectually they're all related. Like even her disconnect from Jamila and her uh, girl friends from mosque mm-hmm. is part of her character journey and finding herself and her identity in this season. But um, it it. It's sort of like, oh yeah, there's that thing too. Yeah, I, I feel about like that. Drew tries to do it in a different way that I found. I mean, su- successful in different ways. Uh, like they kind of introduce this character that used to be closer friends with her, and she kind of like she's getting married, so they kind of rekindle the friendship. I see, yeah. a little bit. I and, about that, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I don't remember how inti- how successful it was or it wasn't because I did have my frustrations with that season too. But I think it was definitely a response to try to be like, they kind of set it up earlier, mm-hmm. you kind of see them hang out, you kind of see them interact with, with Kiki and sort of Amira's, is it Amira? I'm sorry, there's too many, uh-huh. I think it's Amira's, Amira's sort of like n- nervousness about these two right, sort right, of right. people interacting and how that's gonna, what's gonna happen, how's it gonna come off. You saying how they have the Jamila character interacting with the Vilda character or with girl squad anyway kind of reminds me it is has, i think it has something to do with like the compartmentalization of this mm-hmm. season yeah no and, and it's not just that it's like the east the Isaac thing and evan that's also a problem it's yeah like, yeah they're given they're given such time but it's so separate yeah in, in yeah, a way yeah. especially because season three is so good at everything, everything. connecting exactly that's why i love season three so much yeah like, yeah yeah it's just like brilliantly sort of structure, structure, not just structured, but, like, formalistically, like, it's brilliantly put together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, I, but I do, I do enjoy the scene a lot, and, and what they're talking about. Um. All right, so then we're, then we're back in school. It's Friday. Vilda, it's Friday. Vilda's crying. The girl squad is confronting, comforting, comforting, com- I can't, comfort. Com- <laughs> comforting her. Comforting her. <laughs> comforting her. Sorry. Uh, because, basically, Pepsi Max decided that she was the 
the perpetrator of the fake uh, sad account so then someone made an account against Vilda and I was trying to find it online because I can't remember what they say oh uh-huh. uh, but I didn't have time it's so called me. like evil Vilda Vilda or something no it's I think it's the same like it's the hits her Instagram but with the two at the end oh like sad on okay maybe two. I did something wrong then I thought so I'm not I'm not sure but um because she keep she's worried that Magnus is gonna break up with her Right, yeah. But I can't remember what it is that it says. I feel really bad. Because we, we're not told, and I know it's in the transmedia. So it's, like, probably stuff that Vilda said privately to other people yeah. about each other, about Magnus, about whoever, and that now has been posted. Yes. Uh, uh, and so she's crushed. Yeah. Uh, and, and definitely definitely want to make a note to look it up maybe for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, Because um, yeah. I know it's there. It's just, like, I've been really bad about the transmedia doing this season and actually following it up again. Like, I experienced it as I was watching it, but us talking about this season, I haven't been as good because essentially I don't have a, a website where it's, like, easily organized. Right. Like I right. do with season three where it's, like, per episode I just click on it and right. it's very... So I just... I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... I dropped the ball. I do want us to still have a moment where we watch all of the Balloon Squad oh, yeah. uh, Hey Brisk Beat videos hey, and discuss them, but yeah. Um... The this is the scene, by the way, where I said like I was having kind of sympathy towards Sarah and the girls, and then this was saying I was like, no, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who did this, but you know, it's just compounding. I mean, I'm I'm joking <clears throat> when I say fuck them. It is very very. I definitely see this happening. Well, and it's also another I think way where sad Sana who believes herself better than them is unequal to them. Yes, like yeah. and it she doesn't. And, she, and she's recognizing how she contributes, like, just like they are contributing to the furthering of a bad thing, she contributed to the furthering yeah, of a bad like thing. Yeah, there was another, there was another way to handle this, yeah. and it wasn't necessarily this way. I don't know, could you talk to your friends? Maybe. Um, Too much. And, and then to, like, sort of, what's the expression, to dig the knife in for oh, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, um, yeah. Eva basically is all like, I don't understand who would do this. Like, right. like you would have to be an awful person. What monster? <laughs> yeah, I love how Eva is like the picture of innocence. And <laughs> though to be, I actually think it's very consistent. I with think her character. it is very consistent. No, I, I totally. Yeah. I wasn't. I I realized my tone was coming off as very mocking. I I totally think it is consistent with her character. Uh, and then. Basically, they Sana is sort of left alone again, and she's freaking out because the it's last snowballing. thing that she wanted was to her yeah. In fact, we saw her go through the effort of keeping her out of this. Right, um, right, right, right. Uh, so she goes to confess to the group chat, and she's like, you know, Vilda didn't send the text. Uh, the, and then like, yeah, we know. It's Isaac. It's Isaac. And she's like, huh? no. Uh, and and she's like, like, hello, he admitted it? Uh, and, and even they are, like, confused by it, but... Not as much as Sana, who's like, no, no, again, <laughs> he did not. Yeah. And then I love the music, because it's, like, kind of like a da-da-da-da-da-da. It's very dramatic. And then, boom, Isak shows up. Yeah, it's it's like out of a teen horror movie. <laughs> it's so dramatic. She turns around, and there he is. And he's like, what are you doing? Is that what he says? Something like that. Something like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Another multi-layered question. Yeah. As in, like, what are you doing right now, but also... What, what are, are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> He's like, look, I have a pass as a, as a snake, so let's let's go talk, girl. <laughs> so okay, then, so then they go talk, and look, right. I love bench talks, but I do not necessarily love the contents of this particular bench talk. I hate this bench talk. Um, there's 
look, caveat, I don't think she's 100% right. I don't think he's 100% right. But I mainly don't think he's 100% right. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's, like, interesting things that they bring up, and it's just the conclusion of the scene, I think, that I'm mostly... Because all of it's like, okay, this is a good discussion, these are fair points, you know, you could argue one way or the other for both of them. But then it's the conclusion of it that's like, no, 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 no. You're missing yeah. the whole point. So should, should we, like, go... Should, can we kind of, like, go through instructions yeah, yeah, or sure. something? So, uh, I mean, at first... She just apologizes. Yeah, up. I I didn't mean I it, sh- it wasn't supposed to. It, I didn't want it to. I didn't mean for it to affect you. you and, and he's, he's like, like, well, I don't I don't know how you didn't mean to to affect it because like <laughs> hello hello think long term consequences. And then I kind of love that he says like, look, I don't care if they hate me, but you should have asked me. Yes, implying that he's he would like, be fine with it. He's like, maybe ask before you do crime. Like, just ask permission before you do involve me in crime. <laughs> like, I'll happily help you. Just to be clear, but which again I think is very consistent with totally. Isaac. Yeah. Uh, and, I, like, I feel like he might have even, like, tried to talk her out of it, but then eventually been like, I mean... If you, you really want to. Do, you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I actually do kind of love that playfulness, too, of uh-huh. that aspect of it. And you can tell that he's mad, but it's also not, like, the end of the world. Yes. Which I appreciate. Yes, yeah. I do, I do like the... Um, the maturity of him in that moment where he's like, look, I've done some shit. And he actually says that at some point. Yeah, he does, yeah. I mean, who am I? I, I, Yeah, I've been here before. (laughs) Um, And then Sana's like, okay, I'm going to try to explain this to you. Yeah. So she's like, look, I want it to to open their eyes to who Sara really was. And then he's all like, counterpoint, they're all like that. (laughs) Which, okay. I've called Pepsi Max bitches a bunch of times. But also... The way that he says it, it's like all women are like that, or that's how I'm reading it, or th- there's just something. It's also like, very weird because it like co- inherently contradicts what he says later. Because later, when they get into the racism side of it, he's basically saying, "No, it's not that everyone's racist." And it's like, so it's okay for you to say that they're all bitches, bitches? Yeah. but it's not okay to say they're all racist. Like, yeah. Okay. So like, what? It, how- so I was just like, "No, your your argument doesn't hold yeah. up." Yeah. No, I and and he does mean Pepsi mask, Ma- Max, I assume, and not all women. That's what I yeah, I but, know that's what he's saying, but something about the way that he says it, that I'm just like, mm. yeah, it's like he's writing off all Norwegian women is is totally the way he says it, and it's like okay, uh, anyway, very confusing. Then then she kind of goes into more detail, yeah, about like, like look, there were like circumstances. The first time ever that she lays it out, like. Uh, Sada is a racist, scheming hag. And she wants to kick me out of the bus and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this is really, to me, the toughest point that I have Mm -hmm. defending him at all, where essentially he, like, I don't know, mansplains her feelings to her. Yeah, uh, okay, so first he says, first he says, like, maybe she wanted to kick you off not because she's racist, but because you're a bitch. And I'm like, okay, conceivably, this is possible. Right? Like, but also, as I said in a previous episode, women can't call, men can't call women bitches. Sorry. I don't like it. Fair enough. I can call women bitches lovingly. And I should (laughs) try to do it, not not do it, it. when I don't mean it that way. But men, no, you can't use that word. Fair enough. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess one caveat would be like we don't know what actually word he uses in Eng- in Norwegian, but True. I'm assuming it's the equ- it's like some equivalent. Yeah. But yes, and then uh, but 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 so for, so the, the, his first point, I'm like, 
Okay, like, Sana is a difficult person. We have acknowledged this. We love her. Yeah, and, and okay, and maybe, yeah. But, maybe she, you know, she hasn't, like, made a lot of friends, it seems, with a certain... And we did see how she reacted. We did see how she acted in that first sort of meeting of everyone together. Yeah, yeah. So it's not without president. She was defensive. Yeah. For, with good reason. Yes. We, I believe, but he doesn't. So, anyway, so then he, so, so okay, I was like, okay, but, the, but, the, interesting uh, but point. then he's like, why are you so cold? Which I'm also, yeah. It, it just felt like, I like a smile comment, yeah. which again, I don't like it. It's totally a you should smile more comment. I, yeah, you're right. And, and I'm like, that's just who Sana is, and you love her for it. And so I don't know why you have to say it this way. Yeah, and then he, and so she tries to justify saying, like, not just right, she tries to state, like, the pretty obvious thing of, like, I mean, you try being Muslim in Scandinavia and see how you, like, see how you, you wouldn't how you would react or how you wouldn't get cold. And then he tries to be like, well, I'm gay. And I, I'm just like, not, not the same. Yeah, me too. Look, not the same. same. And then, of course, she says it. And I was like, phew, okay, yeah. at least she said it in the scene. So it's acknowledged. And I, and, and I do think that it was like, it feels like a writer's thing to be like, look, I'm choosing this character because we've they have a relationship, established relationship, and he is, out of everyone, the one that comes closest in any sort of way to that experience. Yeah, they might have kind of clashed over religious questions and cultural questions. Like, it's, he seems like a good candidate to be the one to be saying these things. Exactly. I, I can understand the choice behind yeah. that. And then when she goes, uh, she further then explains her point, which is, you know, basically, like, people judge me for my hijab before, like, they see me at the hijab before they see me, they, all these they, stereotypes. They think that I've been brainwashed when, when they see with my brother, like, all they see is, like, here's the person who's, like, brainwashing, oppressing me, and I love that she's, like, he doesn't even want me to wear the hijab because he doesn't want me to go through this. Right. Which and I thought was, like, just another beautiful detail about yes, about he is and all, everything. And all the reasons we love him. And then he, and then she kind of concludes by saying, like, look, the fact is most Norwegian regions are racist yeah and and that you know you don't know how exhausting it is to have to prove every day that you're not oppressed right that this is my choice which i love is a kind of because i do think scandinavia i mean i assume i'm just going to assume norway's on these countries i do think they sort of pride themselves on being very and i and it's like it's right to some extent this is why this scene is complicated to talk about because he's right about some things like they do pride themselves on being um open uh, open and and too yeah um but the fact that she says most Norwegians are racist, and then he says, not once, but twice, that's bullshit. Yeah. I just feel like that's the showrunner. <laughs> and I'm just like... Or the like, show, like, sort of, like, standing up for something that, as if, as if they are making... I just feel like the show is making a point. The people who make the show are making a point about their country that they're not listening. They're making a point. Yeah. And I, 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 I just makes, it made me so, makes me so mad. Yeah, um, but I do agree with you that yes, it's like it's like a when when some of the remakes have made certain choices with either Isak season or Sana's season to make changes, they're like, look, the reality is that France or Italy are way more racist or way more homophobic or this or that, and I think all those tra- statements are true. That doesn't mean that they are not like that. That it's a lie to say. Uh, Norwegians are racist. Well, and it's such a... Uh, I just feel like racism is such an inadequate word 90% of the time that it's used. First of all, racism exists on a scale. Yes. There's, like, 
I want to murder people who are ex-ethnicity, which is one end of that scale. And then there's much, much subtler versions, much, much subtler versions. And then there's sort of individual racism, which yes. is what they're talking about. Guys. And then there's like social, like systemic racism. Avenue which is a totally Q had thing. an entire song where puppets told us that everyone's <laughs> a little bit racist. Oh yeah. You know, I've never seen that show, but I know that song. Um, anyway, so that was a nice diversion because I was getting worked up about this. It's like who brings individual, back down to earth. individual. Uh, you were no. yeah, individual racism versus systemic racism, which is mostly what they talk about is the individual side. But um, but it's and and even then, yeah, it makes it fires me up when he says that. But again, he's not a hundred percent wrong. Sure, I don't know to you, but to me. The part, and I don't know if I'm skipping because I started, I sort of stopped taking as many notes here because I was mm-hmm. just kind of like listening and processing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but to me, the one that I hate the most, I, I am skipping a little bit, but the, think- the part that I hate the most is this statement that he says, like, um, Two things. I didn't write this one out, but I remembered it. Uh-huh. Where he's like, well, of course people sometimes are, like, afraid. Ask stupid questions. Because of, yeah. like, what we see in the media. And I'm like... Okay. So that's the A part. Yeah. Then we'll, we'll, th- I really wanted to talk more about the stupid questions, but uh-huh. the A part is like, okay, like, well, th- the thing is, like, what we see in the media is all these, like, scary bad things. Maybe I'm paraphrasing wrong, but that's... No, 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 no. That's, that's basically the... He, basically, he says, like, no wonder we don't know what to say when we all read, like, what we... Given what we see in the news about terrorism and I can't remember, he lists off stupid stereotypical things... Um, and then you just don't know what to do when you meet someone who's Muslim and uh, what to say or do. And I'm like, you're centering yourself. Yes. Like that's, you're, you're making this about Norwegian people feeling uncomfortable around Muslim people. Yeah. As opposed to like the Muslim people who are minority in your world and feel uncomfortable because they're clearly not, um, welcome. Yeah. And who are saying, who are saying, like literally... He's kind of confirming her point that yeah. when you look at her, the first thing you see is terrorists. Exactly, exactly. And she's like, or that most people will at least see yeah. that when they first look yeah. at her. Yeah, and I'm like, and it's like that's literally what she's saying. And the show and the, the scene doesn't acknowledge that at all. No. And then basically, she's like, "Well, I've had to answer a lot of stupid questions in my life." And okay, twofold. First of all, I don't disagree with the statement of. The dumb questions are fucking important. Yes. Because I think they are. Totally. I think that's how we learn. I think we should not be afraid to ask the stupid questions. Here's the part I disagree with with my whole heart. It is not her responsibility to answer the stupid questions. Well, and why? Why does he put that and, on her? Yeah, but even take, like, can I just put, take you yeah. take a step earlier before that? Because I, I do agree that the dumb, with your first statement, totally. But I just feel like it's so... In, like patronizing of her to say that she can't tell the difference between a genuine person who's like, yeah, I see you as a human, I, but you're you come from a world that's not familiar to me. Can we please have a conversation? Conversation because I want to know more about you versus a someone who's like aggressively, you know, maybe not super obviously aggressively, but aggressively questioning her worth, her value, her identity, her presence in the country. Mm -hmm. Like, he's basically saying she can't tell the difference. She's saying, when, uh, like, I have had a lifetime of people asking me stupid questions, stupid racist questions, and he's saying, no, you're just judging it wrong. Yeah. That's what the conversation boils down to. And I'm like, what? Fuck you. (laughs) 
like people people were being earnest and she's like no not all of them yeah like they were being a lot of them were being racist yeah uh and it's just so weird that and, she would like well and to bring it back her experience that way to bring it back to megan markle <laughs> um, nice one i was oh, listening to this interview today i don't think i haven't finished the clip which i feel bad about right now but essentially there's a lot of coverage in the uk right about whether or not the coverage about Meghan markle has been racist oh my god it I has been this. but yeah uh basically this woman who is black was being one of the commentators on this uh because a lot of the royal sort of experts are guess what white uh, and their <laughs> shocker, and their stance is like basically their stance is very firmly nothing about the way Megan has been written about is racist. I don't see it. I can't think of a single time where it's been racist. Gabby, don't you know? Just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's real. <laughs> and then so then they're asking this commentator to be like, "Can you show me?" And she's like, "No," because this is your white privilege coming through where you can't see anything through any lens except your own like she she explained it in this very like more right. way sure. where essentially like that's what you're saying like your point of view and god I wish I had actually written down because she explained it in such a beautiful way and then she kind of ends up with and it's not my responsibility to teach to teach you how to see the world through different eyes, eyes. is that yeah. why I assume that's yeah. going yeah. yes Be, like to, to I, like, I like have... it's not my responsibility to take every single headline and point out, well, this is why this is racist, right. and right, this right, is right. why, like, I I actually have a little bit of issue with the notion of like, I, it's not my responsibility to teach you. Where like, I think it's true, and I also think it's more nuanced than that. Yeah, and I think that's what they're kind of getting. What to. they're trying to get at, yeah. yes, for sure. And I think that's, and I don't think it's wrong for Julie to want to say that at all. Yes, like again, the points are not wrong per se there's like good stuff in this conversation except it never kind of it doesn't again it doesn't stick the landing it it actually i would say it like totally smashes the landing well there's several things in this conversation where the hope of people were like well he clearly said these things that were so over the line that he's gonna apologize later right right the same way that she apologized when she went over the line right that never happened right the show never acknowledges this conversation as being problematic and i think that's the in fact, it ends it on a quite, like, triumphant note. Like, Sana has somehow now seen the light and everything, you know, it's going here we, from here on out, it's going to be better. And I think this is episode seven of technically nine yeah. in our Strictly Sana story. Yeah. So it is the all is lost, and this is the break into three scene. The, the break into se- uh, sequence, or act three. This is the the equivalent of, I think in season one, it's Isak and, uh, Isak, sorry, season two, Isak confessing to Jonas that he's gay, right? Mm-hmm. Also yeah, on yeah. the bench. Yeah. That's why we saw the dead carrots earlier, because it's this it's the whiff of death. You mm-hmm. know, um, everything is lost, everything is fucked up, and this is the scene that's gonna bring us like out of that a little bit. And Yeah, and then and then in defense of Isaac, he does then sort of walk it back a little and he's like, Look, you know, I'm sure that there are racist Norwegians, which yes, there are. Good good for you to I mean give us this point. Sure. Isaac. And if and gravity is real. Like I don't know I don't know. What uh, yeah, exactly. Um but I was just like it didn't it doesn't feel like enough. It doesn't feel like the show acknowledges at any point later. Especially because I find it so interesting that I don't know if you remember Evan's point of view in the last episode. Um but uh, the point of view clip oh, is oh, no, we I see don't. like a like a guy sort of be homophobic towards uh, oh, uh-huh. Evan and Isaac, and it's the only time we ever see this uh, in the show. Like, and and that's kind of like you get five minutes to tell us anything about Evan's story, and this is what you choose. 
And then you now, like, it kind of contradicts a little bit his point, point here, here. I guess. I don't know. Or, like, or the fact, like, or maybe the, the fact that you're choosing that specific moment seems to contradict it. So I don't know. I'm a little. Well, I think it's because as a writer, Julie, my goddess, I, I, I feel so guilty criticizing her. But, like, honestly, she she maybe has blind spots and yeah, of in course. her, you know, point of view which like everyone does so so do I obviously everyone yeah does. of course um so he, he does kind of walk it back but he also says a thing that I just I'm like Ugh. um he says if you start looking for hate you see it everywhere and then you start hating yourself and I think like as a sentiment that's a beautiful one and it kind of but 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 as a sense as a as a moral thesis related to Sana's character arc for the season, I find it pretty offensive because basically... We have seen the hate. Exactly. And her her whole, like, season question is um, how can she be... What is... How is it like for her in... Uh, as, a, as a faithful Muslim woman in a Norwegian world? And, and he, he's basically saying, yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. It's because you see hate exactly. everywhere and therefore you're becoming hateful. Yeah, see, for me, her journey is not there is no hate let's look at at the world through love to me is how do you process that hate in a healthy way like that's what she learns yes like how yeah. do you not let it consume you that's yes. that's and a, i guess that's yeah i guess that maybe that's the argument that i think that's probably what this is trying i to think say. what he's trying to say he's, yeah. he's trying to say like the hate is going to be there and it's going to consume you right if you but if like that's all you focus on then you will yeah, become hateful but i too. don't but i think her point of just by the way I look, I can't avoid, like, it's, that's, right. it's right, always right. going to be tied to who I am. So it's like, I don't know. Which, I mean, just what you said, his answer to that would be like, yes, that is true, and you'd have to learn to live with it. Which, it's like, kind of depressing. Yeah, and also, I don't believe that's true. Like, maybe we should aim for a world where that's not true. Yeah, a little bit higher than that. <laughs> yeah, like, why do I have to resign myself to a life that sucks? Like, can't we try to make it better? Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a complicated scene. It's a complicated what, scene. what it comes down to. And this is the scene that, I thought it was after this episode that the English scam team stopped subbing the clips. But no, it's actually next episode, surprisingly. But they do make a reference to like, we thought about stopping last episode after the Is- Isaac Bench conversation. I actually went and uh-huh. looked for it. They don't go, they, they, I remembered as them going into more detail, but they really don't. They were just like, look, we've had issues with a lot of things this season, and this was just kind of the tipping point. Right, right, right. Because uh, I wanted to have, I, I was kind of intrigued to see what, what it was, was that the, they were reacting to, but yeah. I don't know. What was the straw that the, the camel's The back? mystery will remain. And uh, the scene goes on for another second, she, ba- he, uh, he, she apologizes for stealing his messages once more, which is like, fair, yeah, that was a yeah, shitty thing. Yeah, it was a shitty thing. <laughs> you don't do that to your biology buddy. And he kind of says like, oh, and, um, Oh, and then, no, she says, sorry, I'm also sorry for Ellie's being homophobic. Yeah, she, she apologizes for the fight, and he's all like, he's homophobic? What? Yeah, so basically this scene, this, like, basically concludes that miscommunication, Yeah, miscommunication. Right? Like, uh, in a very kind of anticlimactic way for me. Yeah, because she's like, he's like, oh, I was just jealous of Mikael, Michael, whatever you yeah, want to call yeah, yeah. him. Uh, and, and so I punched And he it. actually punched... Mikael, and then uh, Elias Elias punched him. Came to defend his best friend. Right. Which is what he meant by, I didn't know he was your friend. Friend. (laughs) Yeah. And Like, he was, like, essentially, like, I saw my friend get hurt, and I reacted, I'm sorry that I hurt your friend, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And the kind of joke about he's, like, being a wimp, and, like, not a fighter, and blah, blah, and And then he's like, I would have done the same for Yunus, but obviously not, because I'm a wimp. Yeah, yeah. 
Which is all, like, fine and dandy. It's all fine, but it's just, like, it's been built up so much yeah. that the fact that this is, like, the resolution of it is and, a little like, bit, like... And, like, shouldn't it just be, like, blowing her mind a little bit? Like, hey, I assumed my brother was homophobic. I assumed the worst. Yes. Even though... Reflect. Even though literally in this scene, she made a point about how Ilias, like, wants to protect her from uh, racism by, like, toning down her muslimhood or whatever her 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 you know what i mean so like and in a weird way it kind of does support what what isaac just said about like if you try to look for hate everywhere you'll find it but it like i don't know i think that's an interesting part of her character for her to be like like why did i make that assumption like what that's is true it? yeah even if we're okay let's let's give it the benefit of the doubt that it was a good choice to play this misdirect yeah sure then she should have um that should have been more of a point of like, oh, look, I am seeing hate everywhere I look. Yeah. But I I, I just, it bugs me. It bugs I'm, me too. It, it fundamentally bugs me that that's a flaw for her character that they're going to build as if, like, being uh, Muslim in Norway, it's it's like it's her fault for focusing on the hate as opposed to like, no, there's a lot of hate around. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It just I don't know. I have complicated feelings about it too. To I have complicated feelings about it too. <laughs> Um, okay, and then, and then we get our best bud talk, essentially. He's like, oh, isn't it weird? Is it, who would have thought? The um, Muslim and the gay kid best bud. Which she's is like, like, he's just saying a stereotype. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, but she's all like, we're not best buds. And yeah. I'm like, buds? Buds. But, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I and then he says like, oh, who is your best bud? And she's like, I don't know anymore. Implying I've lost all my friends. Yeah, I don't I think I have so any bad. anymore. And then he's like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Wink, so wink. That's going to leave us to lead us into... Cut to, yeah, the end of the episode. Yeah, that's the end of the episode where we still have Sana at a pretty down uh, spot, but Isek has given her some sort of hope yeah. that it's, you know, it doesn't have to be... It's not the end of the world. Things can still get better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to <sighs> say about that. I'm just glad it's over. Whatever, we got through this scene, we got this episode. <laughs> From here on out. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have some pretty good moments uh, coming up, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, next episode is pretty stressful, but it ends on a good note. Yeah. The next episode is the bus episode, right? No, that's the one after. The, which one? The, the, when the everyone bu- shows up in the bus. Yeah, that's yeah. next yeah. episode. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so good. Yeah. And that's the next episode, and then the other one is the, the date. The, yes, the yeah. dinner. I mean, the, yes, the event. Yeah. The thing on the rooftop. Is it on the rooftop? No, 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 that's... That's the, oh, is that, the t- is that 10? That's 10. 10. Okay. Yeah, that's 10. Oh, right, because that's when... Also, everyone's... the rooftop is season 2. Uh, but, okay. The party. You're saying the party. Oh, it's not a rooftop again? No. Oh, yeah, it's in, like, a yard. I remember there's trees. Yeah, it's in the yard. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember William looking very uncomfortable talking yes, to someone. Yes, In front of trees. Yes, yes, you're remembering correctly. <laughs> All Random true. imagery coming All back. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, but there is there is the party at the end, and that's, yeah. that's the final episode. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right, yeah, I don't think there's that much. I'm so glad I was able to make that Meghan Markle connection, even if I didn't explain it correctly, but... No, 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 uh, it was good. It was good. I like how I tied it, how I tied it all back in. Yeah, I was like, Meghan... Champion. Champion. Our princess. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> America's princess. Yeah. We'll take her. Uh-huh. We'll Crown. also take Harry. Yes. Uh, I was such a fool when I was 12 and I liked William more than Harry. Clearly picked the wrong Clearly brother. Clearly picked the wrong brother. I think I liked Harry because he was younger and I was younger. So right, I was right, like, right. I think William was my age. Harry was like a kid when yeah, I was yeah. 12, yes. 13 or whatever. Yes. 14. Um, okay, well that's it. That's it. Um, until next time. Enjoy our ranting. Yes. Uh, 
we'll see schedule wise if we try to fit in a season of scum friends i know we still owe you that guys or if we just do another sun episode we'll see i don't know Uh, surprise surprise (laughs) okay um thanks for listening again if you feel like writing to us telling us if you agree disagree what we're missing uh about sauna season email us or find us on um twitter or tumblr all the links should be in the episode description um christ in a region here we are yeah, I feel like I have a very limited perspective on Sana's season, so, like, the more voices we get into this, I would Yeah, I, for I, sure. I would um, like it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Bye. Yeah. Bye.